Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Batalden, uh, the Assistant Director here at Continuing Education Workforce Training. And uh, I just want to say, everyone, thank you for uh, listening to the show today. Uh, Paul, you're on the show with us today. Good to see you today. Good to see you today, Jason. How are you? you? Well, I think I shared a little bit in our pre-conversation. Today is a day that I wish I had a fast forward button. You know what I mean? I just would like to get through to the end of the day and I think we'll be okay. But I think, I think we all have those days. You yeah. like what wake up and it's like, you get out of bed and you go, something's wrong. Yeah. Something's just off. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what it was. I got up, I did my normal routine, even got my little exercise in, even though it doesn't look like I exercise, I got it in and had a little good breakfast, but it just seemed like everything else. I'm like a, I don't know, like in the matrix, you know, where you got little glitches. That's what I feel. Ah, like. ah, yeah. yeah. Right on. Uh, no, no. I, we all have those days. We all have those days. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I think sometimes on Friday, it's this whole, your anticipation for something fun you're going to do on the weekend. And you go, I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to <laughs> get there. And I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> right. That might be it. I, that might be it today. Maybe it's just a motivation piece. Yeah. Hey man, you are busy as I'll get out your apprenticeship program is uh, going crazy. So that's, that is good. Um, but we have an exciting event coming up here at emergency medicine or it at sweet talk. I just gave it away. Um, the emergency medicine conference is scheduled for April 28, 29 and 30 in 2022. So it's just a short few months away. Um, it is promising to be a fantastic, wonderful conference this year. So we want to make sure people are aware of that. Uh, if you have, uh, if you're not already on the email list that has announced the save a date, be sure to reach out to us um, and get your name on that email list so that you can be kept aware of, uh, you know, when we announce the guest speakers and all the presentations and registration for that conference starts up in March. So we definitely want to um, make sure that uh, uh, people who are interested in this thing, who, um, Contact hours are available at the Emergency Medicine Conference, so it's a really good and important conference for our emergency health professionals, so we definitely want to talk about that. Yes, yes. Um, last year was very successful, and I actually, because I was filming, I got to sit there and, and watch some of the presentations, and even though I'm not working in that industry, I found them really interesting. Right on. Yeah. 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 See, there's good information to be had if you just take the time and and sometimes surprising information on on those things. Guess what, Paul? That's a great segue, because I think we're going to have a surprising conversation today. (laughs) look is that a great segue i don't don't know know. (laughs) it was the only one we had i couldn't come up with one any better okay you know like i said i'm having a rough day today i'll just take whatever you can put down um we have a guest on the show today that to be honest um i'll just be candid i 
I so desperately wanted to, to get this individual on the show last year about this time, but uh, scheduling my own lack of foresight. Um, and um, sure enough, we missed our opportunity. So I nailed it down this year. Very glad to have her on the show. <laughs> yes. um, the Our guest today, I'm, I'm building her up. I like this, Paul. I'm, I'm getting rid of this. Yes. She... Um, she has several titles, multiple titles. Titles. She's well known in our community, um, loves our community, um, and has does puts a lot of time and energy into making Pocatello uh, a wonderful place to live. But uh, the, what we're going to talk today to her about is um, she, Lisa Bryan, is the uh, one of the co-founding members of Spiral Paranormal, and um, I said that right, Spiral Paranormal. Yes. And it will also, they're having, uh, soon to be launching their podcast. So in a way today, Paul, we're talking to a fellow professional podcaster. I love yes. it. Yes. You know, I, she said paranormal podcast and I went, I'm all in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know right away. I'm like, oh, I'm listening. I'm on it. She's also uh, the founder of the Haunted History Tour of Historic Downtown Pocatello. And that is why we want her on in the month of October, because this is when she's doing the uh, the show. So Lisa, I'm going to hit, I'm going to say the magic word, which is welcome. <laughs> and welcome means that we've got 20 minutes now to have this wonderful conversation. So again, thank you for being here this morning. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for the buildup. That, that was amazing. <laughs> um, I think I'm having the opposite day of you. I need a rewind button. I have ah. so many things today. And I'm like, no, don't go any faster. <laughs> slow, down, time, slow, yeah. down, <laughs> slow down, slow down, slow down. Yeah, our, our Haunted History Tour actually starts tomorrow. Oh, um, and so we are finalizing everything today. We have our walkthrough with our guides. And so we are we are in full swing. Um, and we're so excited. We have amazing buildings this year. And just, it's amazing to um, be part of this community that we have so many owners of buildings that allow us to come in. Uh, we've never done the same tour twice in 13 years. And to me, that is absolutely amazing. That is. That we, so we have so many haunted so locations. Many buildings and, yes. And so many great locations. And so oh, great. It, it's very cool. Lisa, <laughs> for, for anyone listening to the podcast, when uh, um, Lisa says tomorrow, she means October 9th. Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> yes. yep. and, we, and we'll make sure that everyone gets that information, how to get on those tours and get a hold of you. But Okay. So I'm going to play the role of skeptic today. Perfect. Is that okay? <laughs> yes, well, Paul, you can play the I'm role. Play the role of total buy-in. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be the true <laughs> believer today, Paul. I'm going to be the skeptic. So talk to me about these haunted ghost tours, okay? These haunted. Uh, excuse me, uh, I said it wrong, but the haunted history tour of yeah. of, of historic uh, Pocatello, downtown Pocatello. All right, you you mean to tell? Come on, really? <laughs> you guys don't like do fog machines and tricks with fishing line and you know make tables move with some guy hiding behind a fake wall that kind of stuff right no that, that would be cool and that would really freak a lot of people out <laughs> but we don't do that um i will say though we have had people have amazing experiences we've had people be touched we we've had people actually capture video and uh, voices and things like that on our tour. Oh. So we, we usually at the end get quite a bit of information from the public back to us with all kinds of different pieces of evidence of capturing. 
But I think the cool thing is talking to the people who work in these buildings and hearing their stories because, you know, we're in it for a really short period of time. There's a lot of these people that have been in these buildings for a long time and they have some incredible stories to tell and experiences. And so to be a little piece of that for a few minutes is pretty cool. So, so what okay. constitutes a haunted building or how does a building get on your tour? Um, so different different reasons for different buildings. Obviously, a lot of history. We do talk a lot about history of our beautiful city. We have a very kind of unique history where it is a railroad start, not necessarily a religious start, which is a lot of our communities and towns around this area. We are straight up uh, a railroad start. And so with that came a lot of fun and exciting different (laughs) varieties of our past. We had a lot of gambling. We had a lot of brothels. We had a lot of uh, shows playing. You know, we had vaudeville and uh, lots of stage shows happening. I, I would kind of say we were the Las Vegas of the area for a long period of time. People came here for entertainment. And so I think that created a different kind of energy in our area um, that has kind of kept going. And almost every building in our historic downtown has a story and has some kind of experience and people experience things all the time. Some of them are more intense. Uh, Some of them are just quiet, maybe quiet experiences, but there is a lot of energy, I think, in our historic downtown um, with our buildings. And it's cool to be able to share a few of those stories um, with you uh, and with the public to be able to take people in places and see things that maybe they don't always get to see. You know, going into basements or or opening that closed door that's always been closed, but today you get to open it. And I think that's part of the draw to the tour is to go into these interesting places that normally you just walk past on the street and and see it. We we had so many experiences with people that have lived in this city for their entire life. And after the tour, they're like, I've lived here forever and I didn't know this, or I never noticed (laughs) that before, or I never even looked up and saw this information that I walk past every single day. And I think that's a pretty cool thing too, to share just a little piece of where we all come from as part of this city. So, so uh, Lisa, if I wanted to do the tour, I mean, is it, do you gather in one specific spot and then you go through, um, walk just walk through downtown and stop at the, at the different buildings how does how does it work oh absolutely so it's kind of gone through changes over the year the first couple of years we did a bus tour and we actually loaded everybody up on the buses and went around i'm so glad we don't do that anymore <laughs> yes um, it is now a walking tour um you have guides that take you through the the tour and so you meet at a certain time Um, and you go with your guide. And then there are actually presenters in each of the buildings as well. And one of the great things I love about this tour is because we have such great relationship with our building owners, 
we are one of the only tours, I would say probably in the United States that allow you to go into all of these buildings. Mm. Um, I've been on a lot of tours in different cities and you stand outside of the building, you get to hear really cool information, but not very often do you get to go walking down through, again, those places you don't normally get to. And we let you wander in the building for a few minutes after we do the presentation. So you get to have your own spooky, creepy, whatever experience mm-hmm. as you're on this tour, because you're now wandering through these cool buildings and getting to really experience it. And I think that's pretty unique um, as Absolutely. well. So, so here's cool. my, here's my question again. And remember my role as a skeptic. Yes. So 13 years of this um, and maybe um, so I'm going to, I want to go back to the beginning. Okay. Where did the inspiration come uh, how did you get inspired to do this? Where did this come from? Um, so yeah. um, in the beginning, when we first started, so I will, I'll be straight up honest. I was on that skeptic side as well. I didn't really want to do ghost hunting. I didn't, it wasn't anything that interested me. However, the histories of our city and things like that really interested me. Um, and my husband had graduated and had a degree in anthropology. And we were talking about uh, ghost stories and that everybody is connected by these stories in different cultures. And everybody has stories that they tell and how they tell it might be a little bit different, but we all have these stories. And so we were talking about documenting and we kind of started little in homes and some of the local and I would do the history, but not necessarily go on the ghost hunts or whatever you might call it. Um, And then one night they're like, well, we're kind of short numbers. We need an extra person. And so grudgingly, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) fine. And so I ended up going and it kind of grows on you. The thing I think that really uh, affected me was doing the history and then having the experience that matched each other without knowing the history prior. So I had the experience. And then in the research, it made complete sense that that was why that experience happened. And so hearing and seeing those connections to that, I think really solidified, okay, there's something definitely here that is very interesting. And so then it kind of just grew. And we, we work really close with uh, Stephanie Pulaji in, in the historic downtown area And we're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool? Because we now have so many of these cool stories that we're hearing from building owners, from people that work in these buildings. Wouldn't it be cool to start documenting that and create a tour for people to go on? And so it kind of just grew out of that. Mm -hmm. And here we are 13 years later and still, I mean, it's still amazing. And we have grown, I think the first year we had maybe around a hundred people. Wow. now we take hundreds of people per night. So it oh, wow. really has grown to this incredible um, experience. And we have people that have come on every single tour um, every year. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. So basically what drives the success is the stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think you know, it's, it's the feeling and you get all that stuff, but it's the stories that really tell a lot. And we have a mixed bag. We have some people that don't like the stories at all. Don't like the scary stuff, but they love the history Ah. and they love seeing. So we have kind of a mixture. We have both that come on, on our tour where we have 
a lot of people that just want to hear the history part aren't are more on the skeptic side and are like, oh, the stories are cool, but I really want to learn about my town. But then on the other side, we have the people that are really interested. We now have people that come with their full ghost hunting kit on the tour <laughs> and you know are scanning themselves. And so it's great. And we have so much fun. And I think that's part of it too. Well, so, I, I, oh, I go think ahead, that uh, the, um, the whole story aspect, I think that really uh, kind of built into us, you know, on, uh, kind of on a DNA level. I mean, who doesn't like a scary yeah. campfire story? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, this is a, and again, we're in October, which is the spooky season and people love, I mean, I, I, I think we can't deny that the two best holidays in the year is Halloween and Christmas. Um, and, and people just love to have some sort of event to uh, celebrate the Halloween season. And this sounds like a perfect one. Yeah, absolutely. And we do. A, uh, so we do an investigation in each of these buildings prior to the tour. So we also share what we capture. So we might have video evidence or we might have weird shadows or different things. And so people get to see that as well. And so it's kind of that combination of those three things together that make it just really cool. Well, you dropped a word a little bit ago that I wrote down because I want to come <laughs> back to it. You said the word experiences. So you, for you, it was taking the experience and matching it with the story was really for you sort of the, 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 you know, the, the bright spark that went off and kind of ignited this passion. All right. What did you mean by experiences? So um, during an investigation, everybody has their own experience. And I think a lot of it is based on maybe your past and things that have happened. Um, but we all have our different experience. So I'll, I'll tell you an experience I had uh, in our historic downtown that was probably one of my most intense experiences. Okay. Um, and so I was in the basement of one of the buildings and uh, there had been a gentleman living in the basement and, and he had since passed away and we were investigating that living space, but they had cleared it out. And it was just brick on the wall and a big open space. And so we, myself and another investigator were downstairs and it's dark and I have my little flashlight and we went to sit down in the center of the room and it, it was on a cement because um, these were the basements of these buildings. So we went to sit down and as I went to sit down, my flashlight kind of panned a little bit and there was an enormous spider, right? And I was like, oh my goodness, there's this giant spider coming toward us. So we jump back up to get out of the way of the spider. And when we stand back up, we can't find it. it it's just gone. And I'm like, what? That is the craziest thing ever. And so we're bent over and both of us are kind of giggling and laughing because we can't find the spider. I'm like, maybe it crawled up your pant leg. And so oh, we're no. bent over looking for the spider. And over in the corner was a shelf, the only piece of furniture that was left in the building. And as I'm bent over that shelf, the doors on that shelf slammed shut and something grabbed me and pulled me backwards. And in the entire time we've investigated, it's the one and only time I've ever screamed during an investigation. <laughs> I just I about there. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> so it pulled me backwards and it was so startling that I was like, 
what just happened? Oh no! And so we kind of giggled about it because it was very intense for a minute. Sure. And we walked back outside. And when I walked outside, the other investigators, their eyes got big and I was like, what's wrong? And I, uh, afterwards they looked and I had a handprint. Well, you could see the arm where it had come across right here and where it had grabbed my chest. And so you can actually see the hand oh, where, no. and it had left a mark where it had pulled me backwards. And when I was talking to the building owner, they were like, oh yeah, we know who that is because in life, that's the way they were in life. They were kind of a grabby person and they would like do that. And so it was very interesting to have that experience, but it was very intense for me um, during to actually physically move my body in such an intense way. And it, and it was just very interesting, but it doesn't always happen like that. And oh, God, I, <laughs> I hope not for crying out loud if it does you got to do something else i'm just exactly. saying you know beca become a flower shop owner for crying out loud <laughs> but it was such a cool experience and most people are like i would never go back in there i guess we're the kind of strange people that are like well, yeah. i want to i want to make sense of that i want to maybe see if that would happen again well we actually had that building on the tour oh, wow. um, that year and we were talking about it and kind of did a presentation and as we were walking out of the building there was a, a younger girl in the group and she made this kind of squeak noise and we were like what happened and she turned around and she had a handprint on her rear end and so he had he was there and <laughs> letting people know that he was still hanging around. And so uh, it was a really interesting experience yeah. to have that happen. And I wasn't in the building when that happened. And so it was, uh, it's cool to have experiences with different people that then match. And that's the other thing. When we do investigations, we actually have found that a lot of evidence is gathered by gender-based uh, experience. So we'll actually send the group of men in to investigate, and then we'll send a group of females in to investigate and watching to see if the experiences are the same or if they're different based on gender. And, um, and that's been a very interesting thing as well to, wow. to document I, I, those kind of things. I, no, I, you know, you say that right now and I'm, you know, they, they have all these paranormal shows on TV and uh -huh. all those movies and i've never had that i don't think anyone's ever done that approach before yeah and we actually have quite a bit of we have a lot of things that are the same we just did an investigation the other day where um the girls went in first and whatever was there really had a thing about ears and would poke you in the ear and so we didn't say anything. And then the guys went in and they had their earbuds pulled out of their ears. And so it was interesting that both groups had ear, uh, different evidence that came with their ears. So we try not to do that. But sometimes uh, we find that the girls will have uh, a lot of evidence or things happen. Um, and then we go back and uh, do the history. Maybe there was a madam there and she was taking care of a lot of females in that in that space or or we'll have a cowboy kind of uh seems like gentleman that might be interacting with the the guys and the things that they say and so it's been kind of cool to be able to do the different uh variety of documentation and we just it just makes the stories cool when you then go back and look at the history and figure out oh this kind of makes sense that oh this was where you know all the normal 
people might have stayed. And so that's why this experience happened. And anyway, so kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it sounds like you have some experience and um, things happen on these tours, but I'm sure you have skeptics, you know, that come along and the whole reason they're there is because they, they go, I know this is bunk and (laughs) I'm going to show you. They're Uh, looking for the fishing line. (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. We encourage them to look and we do let them know that, you know, not everybody has the same experience. We have a skeptic in our group. Um, and he comes on all the investigations and we have people and he knows that people are having experiences. He's like, I don't think, I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. And so it very much grounds you as well. And also helps you to look for the answers. Cause sometimes when you, everybody feels the same thing, then you're like, well, are we all just feeding off of each other because we're of that adrenaline and all of those sure. kind of things? So when you have that skeptic in the group, which I think is important, then you start questioning things and saying, okay, well, could this explain what just happened? Is it a light flash over here? And that's why that's happening. Is there some kind of energy, extra energy in this area for some reason sure. that we can then find and take that evidence out instead of saying everything is haunted because we had a closed door. (laughs) Well, no. So, I mean, that, that investigation word then really is applicable because it's a mystery and not all mysteries are, are paranormal. Not all mysteries are, you know, um, more often than not, I'm assuming that those types of things can be explained with just rational, you know, this is wet and this is here. And there's a hot wire sitting open here. That's emitting some energy or, you know, different things along that way. So, um, that now that part, I get that part of be kind of, is the fascinating part, right. To have a problem to solve in every basement you crawl in. Um, Hey, that, that might be the title. That's right. That would be a great, right. The problem, a problem to fix in every basement. Uh, that might be great. Yeah. So you guys heard the timer, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. Uh, so yep. that's the timer. But um, uh, Lisa, one last thing. If you sure. were going to you know, sell this tour to people, how would you like kind of just summarize it um, to get people to um, be attracted to come to, to the event? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we do this as a fundraiser for our historic downtown. Um, it's a community event. We do it for fun. Obviously, it's a great time. It's a great family uh, get out or a date night. Just, just come and learn a little bit about your community. Learn some history about your community. See some amazing buildings that not everybody gets to go into. And maybe get a little bit scared with some ghost stories and hopefully have a little bit of your own personal experience. Um, but just to come out and have a good time and hang out with other people looking to have a good time. Excellent. That's, Excellent. You, I think Lisa, you just sold me on it. Yeah, so. that, that's, that's great. So, <laughs> Perfect. So, I can um, hook you up. <laughs> so if people wanted to um, uh, do the tour, how would they contact you to do that? Absolutely. So tickets are on sale at the historic downtown Pocatello website. So they just go there, pick on which day they would like. And then there's different times available. You just click on that and purchase tickets. Uh, we do have youth tickets, but they have to be eight and above. Um, and then there's adult tickets as well. And then you get to come and see me and join me and have a great time. Excellent. Excellent. I, I'm excited. Actually, I'll be candid. I'll just say it on air. So I have an accountability. 
I'm going to go on the website because I know my wife would absolutely love this thing. So, yes. um, so anyway, I might have to figure out if we can get in. Well, <laughs> and, and I, I say this every year, but this year we really do have some so cool buildings that right. you really just need to come and see. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I, I really enjoyed it. And, and thanks for the little spooky story too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got goosebumps. Um, so with that being said, uh, also, to, if you have a question uh, about uh, obviously what we do here at SWEET at Continuing Education Workforce, Workforce Training, uh, you can always reach out to us at cetrain.isu.edu or email us at ce, so that's letters, cetrain at isu.edu. Our phone number 208-282-3372. I got it right. Hey, you got it right. right. And also, um, if you uh, enjoy what you're listening to, please give us a review and like yeah. and subscribe. Absolutely. Lisa, it was a joy to be on the show today. Um, this was probably one of those episodes where 20 minutes just wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it.